What do you, or how are you feeling about hey, this Tremors podcast? Though? I'm are you feeling on board for pretty this? good. I, I, we I, could I, just cut out the Garfield. I think, yeah, I think that's the only thing for it. Really, I think to stop producing this Garfield podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, when, when, now that we look, now that we finally know how the movie RoboCop ends, I don't really mm-hmm. see what we need to yeah. record this Garfield podcast yeah. for anymore. <laughs> All right, somebody do Thursday. Uh, Doesn't I would matter. Really, okay, I just I I feel like Doesn't you know matter. writing like a, a Cole Porter Irving Berlin style musical about uh-huh. the movie Tremors. I think that could be really great. Okay. I think it's already really great. You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast that needs to either learn some science or shut the hell up mm. about science since 1978. Boy, hmm. whoever wrote well, no tagline author on that one. Someone upset about some science things we said that were apparently wrong. I wonder what that's about. Yeah. My name is Christopher Winter, and I am Jim Davis. My name is Jonathan Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. John, let me explain the concept of entropy to you. Oh, entropy yeah. Entropy yeah, yeah, is pretty do it, straightforward. Do it. It's like the opposite of energy. First law. Heat yeah. is work, and work is heat. Yeah. Second law, feeling hot, hot, hot. <laughs> no, the second law is heat cannot of itself pass from a cooler body to a hotter body. Well, that's, I mean, Buster Poindexter's law second law. Third law equals MA. Buster um, Poindexter's second law is feeling hot, hot, hot. Um, okay. No, thir- third law is the Supreme Court. <laughs> it's, uh, I couldn't think of any other words to that song. Uh, I know there were some other ones, but all I remember is feeling hot, 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 da, da, da. Anyway, um, today is Thursday. It's April 5th, 1984. Today we're reading the 2118th Ever Garfield strip. Everybody knows that Buster Poindexter was actually a character Mm. played by like a New York punk rock musician, but it still feels weird to me that that's true. John, what mm. happens in today's Garfield? Well, in today's Garfield, Garfield appreciates his own wordplay. Hmm. That's, that's fine. Oh, look, it's still a mystery. It's still the Pookie mystery. Um, okay. Okay. So Garfield's in his bed, and his blankie is just there cast aside. Uh, hardly worth mentioning, except to note that whoever is doing the art for Jim Davis these days, really nailing the blanky work this week. Oh, yeah, blankie, yeah. I believe that that is a, a you know, Boy, sort of folded up blanky. That blanket has so much character. I, I kind of mm. wonder if the, maybe the blanket is going to turn out to be the culprit. The blanky is more three-dimensional than Garfield, both in terms of character and also artwork. Um... So Garfield is looking at some hairs. There's some hairs, like a trail of... It's gross. It's a trail of hairs leading away from his bed. And he thinks, There must be a clue to Pookie's disappearance here somewhere. <laughs> That's, That's how Garfield's voice, voice has always, has always yeah, sounded it's always that way. like that. Yeah. 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 Um, and he's got one hand up to his... Up sort of to his mouth, indicating deep thought, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's panel one. Yeah. And it looks to me like he's about to leap into action, you know? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. He's feeling hot, hot, hot. Yeah. 
And there's a little bit of, uh, I mean, for, a little bit of foreshadowing. There's a little bit of uh, hair on the surface to the right of the bed. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's, two, nobody's disputing that. Garfield leans, uh, bends, bends down and leans over the the right side of the bed there. And mm-hmm. he gets, looks real excited and he outreaches his left paw. And he thinks, uh-huh. Could this be a telltale trail of teddy bear hair? Garfield's mm. always sounded like that. That's no, that's what he's sorry. I was Jonathan, I, I full disclosure, I was mm-hmm. on the Wikipedia article for the Buster Poindexter album. Uh because mm-hmm. I mentioned that Buster Poindexter was a character played by a famous punk rock guy, uh David Johansson of the New York Dolls. And I said everybody knows that, and then I was like, I don't honestly. I don't know if anybody of, knows that. A lot of youths listen to our show. Buster Poindexter, like that album came out in 1987. I honestly, it's very possible that your Lisa Dupes or Ryan Pfeiffer's have never heard of Buster Poindexter. Your, your Lisa's bet, dupe, your Ryan's I, Pfeiffer. Yeah, I bet Lisa Dupe yeah. knows all about Buster Poindexter. Yeah. Actually, if I'm being honest. Um, Lee, no, Lisa Duke oh, yeah. 100% knows who Buster Poindexter yeah. is. She's too much too much of a Devo fan to not also know <laughs> who Buster Poindexter is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like Ryan Pfeiffer, that guy probably has never fucking heard of Buster Poindexter. Uh, anyway. Mm. So, uh, so yeah, did, you, you talked about panel two already. I did, yeah. yeah okay. I want to read the third one. Sure. Panel three, Garfield's uh, following this telltale trail of teddy bear hair, mm-hmm. as he as he put it. And he's and we have a great, nice three-quarters shot of Garfield's butt. Mm-hmm. Um, the blankie is foregrounded. Honestly, the blankie is very in focus in such a way that, like... I am kind of wondering if this is the filmmaker dropping hints that Garfield's blanket is the villain who's up to something. Yeah, or maybe it's just hidden in the blanket. It's underneath the blanket or something. Yeah, well, like, you know that that scene in the movie where, like, the protagonist is looking for a thing. Uh Maybe, like, you know searching the house or something Mm -hmm. and then the protagonist I know there's a term for this, but, like, the protagonist goes out of focus and the key thing, like a clue or a villain mm-hmm. or whatever, comes into focus. Yeah. I feel like that's what's happening with the blankie. What's that called? Well, the general term, and, and mm-hmm. this might be Thank more general you. than you're thinking of, but the, 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 there's the uh, Kuleshov effect. You know, I think that is what I was And that's for. the generic term for, like, mm-hmm. the basic editing rule of, like, here's a shot, here's another shot, and therefore your brain connects the two basically Mm, okay i i think actually i was uh thinking of like a a rack focus rack focus is the filmmaking technique of changing the focus of the lens during a continuous shot yeah yeah so like yeah like i imagine the camera following originally it's on garfield leaving but then it focuses in on the blanket and the blanket's like you know grinning devilishly and winks at us Right. And we're like, oh, Garfield's on the wrong trail. The blanket's the real villain. And if it zooms in on the blanket at the same time that the the, the background gets uh, farther away, then it's a dolly zoom. Mm. 
I love a dolly zoom. Yeah. I love a dolly. Look, anytime the camera's on a dolly, we're always happy. Um, uh, Jonathan, I have Garfield's some bad news for you. We uh, we just received an email from Ryan Pfeiffer. All right. This week's fucking RoboCop okay. Corner. Did you, I don't you feel like I want to... No, do I don't want, want any... I, don't, I feel like we revealed what happened. I think... I, I feel like... You know, yesterday, Fred DeWees told us what happens in RoboCop, and, like, we're done. Ryan said he would stop doing this when we when we find out what happens in the RoboCop. All right. That's how you want to play it. This is the last one. This is the last... This is the last... Ryan, this is your swan song. Okay. This is your swan song, Ryan. Okay. I'm forwarding this to you, John. I'll, oh, I'll okay. read some too. We, this right. is Ryan. Okay, let, let's try and do Ryan Pfeiffer proud. You want to read this? Is his final Robocop corner. I'll, re- I'll, I'll start. I'll read the intro and you read the Robocop. Okay. okay. Ryan writes Good evening. Last night I had the dream that I met Ray Wise, and I mentioned to him that I was doing this thing where I write an email every week describing a minute of the movie Robocop. He was nice enough to record a little greeting message for the email, talking oh about God. his character in the movie or something. Sadly, that was just the dream. And I have no actual audio message from <laughs> Ray Vise to attach to this installment of the Robocop Corner. Oh, well. Previously on the Robocop. And this is, this is you now. You're good. Murphy and Lewis infiltrate the robber's hideout and split up. (laughs) Lewis finds one of the men peeing against a tank and tells him to put his hands up. The man faces Lewis with his hands raised, complying with her order, but slyly asking if he can zip up his fly, glancing downward for emphasis as he does so. Lewis stares him down, not breaking eye contact with the man as she continues chewing her gum. He stares back defiantly. Eventually, Lewis breaks the eye contact by glancing down to where the man gestured a moment ago, giving him an opportunity to knock away the gun and punch her over the railing. She lands on a pile of dusty tarps and passes out. The man zips up his fly as he perches over the railing, pointing and laughing at Lewis. We cut back to Murphy, who slowly approaches the TV area where the the TV area Lewis had seen earlier, gun at the ready. He hears two of the henchmen coming into the room, discussing their plans as they carry in the buckets of money that were unscathed. My God, this just goes on forever, doesn't it? One of them is questioning the futility of their operation, seeing as they never get to keep the money they steal. The other henchman... Wait, what are they doing with the money they steal if they're not keeping it? You know, this is... I wasn't really listening, if I'm being honest. About, I, wasn't, I wasn't really listening. This, but it this, seems is, this like, is just good script writing. They, they, they're, maybe they're making they're, you ask the question. Maybe you know? they're stealing from the rich and giving to the and poor. We're probably about to find out. There might just, be. Like, hold your fucking horses. Is it... I don't... Is this Robin Hood and his merry men? Yeah, but uh, RoboCop is a retelling of Robin Hood, yeah. Mm, that's, I thought true. so. That's fair. Yeah. Fair uh, enough. From, from the sheriff's perspective. Mm. Uh, from the shark's point of view the shark's point of view <laughs> yeah yeah uh, uh, one of them is questioning the futility of their operation seeing as they never get to keep the money they steal the other henchman again was he was complaining about the, that before that's I, I come on that was fun 
That, that, was, wasn't, that, was, that was a fun but annoying joke. I, I look agree to disagree. I feel like it was just annoying. I wish you would get on with this, John. You're making this take forever. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I really, I really am. No, go ahead. One of them is questioning the futility of their operation, seeing as they never get to keep the money they steal. Again, the other henchman. <laughs> who was seen driving the van earlier, tells him you have to spend money to make money. That's true. That they use their stolen money to buy cocaine, which oh. they then sell for more money. <laughs> Boy, that is good script writing. This is just they basic made me ask drug the question, dealing, and then they... This is like basic like commerce under capitalism. <laughs> like, this is, I, I don't get it. I, I, no, uh, no, that you you were right and I was wrong. That was good script writing. He made me ask the question <laughs> and then he answered my question. It makes check, total check sense now. Money is what it Steal is. Steal the money, yeah. use the money to buy cocaine, you sell the cocaine. Mm-hmm. Now you've got mm-hmm. more money. Entrepreneurialism. The first man wonders why they can't just steal more money instead. Actually, to that's which, also a good. Honestly, that's a good question. They make you ask the question after they. It's a good ask question. It. If yeah. they're good at stealing money, just do what she's good at. You focus on the thing that you're best at. To which For the driver us, explains, it's interrupting RoboCop Corner. <laughs> Go on. You're not even that good at interrupting RoboCop Corner. True. To be honest, like it's true. I'm trying like, to get better. The first like twenty of these, you barely interrupted at all. It's true. You it's know, true. And this is our last reading, one. I'm trying yeah. to get all the interruptions in. I yeah. can. This is Ryan's swan song. Yeah. Uh, to which the driver explains there's no better way to steal money than free enterprise, offering him a cigarette. He declines, taking <laughs> off his jacket and sitting down as he informs the driver that those things will kill him. That's fun. There's a lot going on here, actually. Like, you said, oh, that's just capitalism. But then the driver said that. Like, I feel like RoboCop here, I assume RoboCop wrote this movie. Mm-hmm. I know RoboCop is just like, he's always one step ahead of us. He lights up anyway, retorting, you want to live forever? <laughs> he turns up the television set. <laughs> what dialogue? On it, we see a group of four women at a party of some kind oh. presenting a cake Shaped like a pair of breasts to a man. How risque. The driver relaxes on the couch, smoking and laughing at the program. It is funny. Murphy approaches him slowly. Uh Approaches them slowly. Yeah. The man on the TV ogles the cake excitedly. (laughs) (laughs) Before pressing it against the chest of one of the women holding it. Why would you do that? I mean, that's just like, hey, then you don't. You can't eat the cake now. You can't eat the cake then, yeah. Uh, yeah, both, you don't know where that lady's bosoms have been. They could be dirty. Both henchmen laugh enthusiastically at the program as Murphy alerts them. Mm. Back to Ryan. That's all that's this a, week. That's all, that's all this week. Oh, no, uh, okay, you do it. You do it. I'll give my best to... Oh, no, okay, that's fine. You want to be Ryan? I was doing Ryan? the Ryan Pfeiffer. Okay, go, I was doing the booking. Go ahead. That's all this week. I'll give my best to dream revise. Laters. Ryan, and that, thank you for and so writing ends, that. So uh, ends... Oh, no, actually, Ryan wrote, 
Thus ends the movie RoboCop. There will be no further installments of this movie. Now we got to at least go to the part where he gets killed, right? I feel oh, like that's yeah, coming he, up. Then in the end, RoboCop dies. It's a very sad movie. The the criminals win and the RoboCop is killed. Ah, 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 ah. I'm Ladies Ryan Pfeiffer. Sorry. Thank you and good night. Thank you and good night. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.